If you cannot travel to Norway, PBS brings Norway to you. To date, May 17th is a big national holiday in Norway. One could say it's similar to the 4th of July in the United States. Since we cannot go to Norway due to pandemic restrictions, PBS has brought Norway to us. TV series Atlantic Crossing dramatizes the years when Nazi Germany occupied Norway and the royal family fled to England in the United States. Music in the series is beautiful with Norwegian-born Riemann Dinoxen writing the score. The 17th of May is a celebration of the Norwegian constitution, which was signed in Eidsvoll on the 17th of May 1814. The constitution declared Norway as an independent country. At the time, Norway was in a union with Sweden following a 400-year union with Denmark. Unlike the United States, their national holiday does not coincide with the birth of Norway, as Norway had been a kingdom for almost 1000 years prior to 1814. Harald the 1st Harfagre was the first king of Norway, crowned circa 872, and he is my direct blood ancestor. Over the past 1149 years, Norway has been annexed by different countries like Sweden, Denmark, and Nazi Germany. Since we can't go to Norway due to pandemic restrictions, PBS has brought Norway to us. The television series Atlantic Crossing dramatizes the years when Nazi Germany occupied Norway and the royal family fled to England and the United States. The occupation during World War II began on April 9, 1940 and lasted 5 years. During this time, King Haakon VII and Crown Prince Olav lived with their cousin George VI, King of the United Kingdom. Princess Martha of Sweden, consort to Crown Prince Olav of Norway, went to live in America with Franklin D. Roosevelt before finding her DC area home. I love listening to the characters in the PBS series. King Haakon VII speaks Danish in the show. Crown Prince Olav speaks an old-fashioned form of Norwegian, and Princess Martha speaks about 70% Swedish and 30% adaptation of a Norwegian tone, with words typical for Norwegian as well. The music in the series is beautiful. Norwegian-born Raymond Dinoxen wrote the score for Atlantic Crossing. He told me coming from a musical family, I started early with singing and various instruments, but I fell in love with the piano and especially synthesizers at the age of 9 when I started my first formal training after dabbling on my own since age 5. As soon as I learned to read music at the age of 9, I began to write it. I would bring my own compositions to my lessons. I won the Young Talent Award in composition with the Trondheim Symphonic Orchestra in 2005 and composed for 20 award-winning projects. Atlantic Crossing was nominated for Best Music at Kinseries in 2020. This score for Atlantic Crossing is far more emotional and thematic than the average Scandinavian style. My score for Failed, an official selection at the Toronto Film Festival in 2011, was more in the Scandinavian style. The score for Atlantic Crossing mixes the old-school American thematic grand orchestral language with the more ambient use of vocal and piano Scandinavian style. I'm classically trained in European post-war contemporary style, and that is far away from the aesthetics I work with today. The should we stay or should we go dialogue between Crown Prince Olav and the king was the most difficult scene to score because of all the small shifts and emotional nuances. Inoxen continued today most Norwegians have a good understanding of the Danish spoken language but the Danish struggle with understanding Norwegian. The series was heavily debated, criticized in Norway for its mix of fact and fiction. but the general biographical knowledge of princess martha is very low in norway olav was perhaps the most beloved people's king but the story of princess martha has been shrouded in mystery 
The mystery that stumps me is how did both Franklin and Eleanor Roosevelt have such a crush on Princess Martha? It's pretty well known that Eleanor was a lesbian, Franklin was a philanderer and Martha looked more like Margaret Hamilton than Grace Kelly. I am distantly related to Martha, Franklin, and Olaf, and I know what they looked like not overly pretty people. For the film, they are portrayed by seriously pretty actors. Martha is played by Swedish beauty Sophia Helen, Franklin is played by Silver Fox Kyle MacLachlan and Olaf is played by Stud Muffin Hunk Tobias Santelman. Santelman usually plays tough guy, Rambo characters. It was strange to see him portray a classy, well-groomed royal prince. Later in the series, we do see some of that nastiness come out in Olaf. In Atlantic Crossing, Chateau Sleepy in the Czech Republic doubles for Springwood, the personal home of Franklin Roosevelt. An Art Deco building in Prague at the Mariinsk Nemesti Square substitutes for New York's Waldorf Astoria Hotel. The White House in Washington, D.C. was actually filmed at Casino Castle in Svati Nikulis in the Czech Republic. Puck's Hill Estate in Bethesda, Maryland was substituted with Chateau Katra in the Czech Republic. Puck's Hill is where Martha lived with the royal children while staying in the Washington, D.C. area. The Nazi occupation of Norway was a horrible experience for the Norwegians. Redmore Syverson Qualahan, my longtime friend, now past, was alive during the occupation. She told me she had to hide out in the fields and in barns to avoid kidnapping by the Nazi soldiers. Young blonde Norwegian girls were systematically taken to Germany to produce Aryan babies under threat of death. She was able to evade being kidnapped, but not all her friends were so lucky. I consider Atlantic Crossing to be just as good as The Crown, despite having a total budget equal to just one episode of The Crown. Its popularity in the United States has proved to be massive, and surely the demand for more seasons is substantiated. The entire season is available on PBS with an annual subscription to PBS Passport. Other PBS favorites like Hemingway and Victoria are available to stream. Follow the author on Twitter at Heartforth.